Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm right here, folks, man. I got this, yeah. And we're back, Ankle Pickers. Monday afternoon, Monday evening, coming at you for another Set the Spread episode. UFC 263 in Phoenix, in Glendale, Arizona. Izzy Adesanya, Marvin Vittori, middleweight title fight, and Devison Figueredo, Brandon Moreno. What is it? Flyweight title fight. Exciting, exciting card. We've got the usual suspects here. Reese in my upper left, DK in my bottom middle. What's going on, fellas? What up, what up? Happy to be back, baby. Let's go. Danny, were you positive last week? Not only positive, your boy swept. The only, uh, the only uh, asterisk on that was the no contest Mason Jones part of my parlay decreased the odds a little bit, but it was still sweet nonetheless. No red numbers, only green. Montana De La Rosa, absolute annihilation. And then we also sprinkled Rosenstrike, Biggie Boy in the main event. I felt, Danny, it was, it was your graces. I felt, I was like, you know what? I got to do Biggie Boy for Dan. And it uh, paid off. But yeah, that, that our ankle pick, we'll get to it Wednesday, but tragic, tragic news. That, oh, yeah. let's, just, let's just get it out of the way now because I'm going to get fired up for this. Alan Petrie took the out. That's oh, big time. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. We'll get to it. The regularly scheduled programming coming out, what, probably Thursday morning. That's our usual timing these days. Let's go. For now, let's, let's focus on this upcoming week. You, like we said, UFC 263, a couple of title fights. And uh, just some up and, up and down the main card here. We've got some awesome fights. And even the prelims, too. Anyways, first fight on the main card. We're going to jump in to set the spread. Reese jumped back ahead to an 8-7 lead last week on the year for 2021. He's going to kick things off for us. First fight on the main card. Light heavyweight bout. Paul Craig and Jamal Hill. Oh, my God. Like, how am I? I was – for those – I mean, no one heard this because it was off cam or off recording, but I was telling Danny, I, I, I'm, I fear that this competition is going to stay neck and neck. I was looking at the main card and I don't feel too confident other than the main event. And this one is, is all the while why I don't like, how are you supposed to really sit a line for this? I mean, you got eight, no Jamal Hill, but you haven't seen much from him. Right. I mean, the TK to OSP who a lot of people might see is like, Oh, wow. I beat a veteran. I mean, you know I'm Team OSP fade here, uh, and Darko Stoza keep he's a cinder block who keeps his head on the center line, and that that was a decision. So I don't, I really don't know how to set this line here. I mean Paul Craig is the other guy where it's like you never know what you're going to get out of Paul Craig. I mean he beat on Goliath, which I know is like a glitch, but like, I mean it's. I don't know. I haven't taped this fight yet for this show, so I don't know what how Jamel Hill's submission defense is, but I'm going to make him the favorite here, and I'm going to do it. I mean, it's Paul Craig. Let's go minus one ninety. I mean, I don't know what I'm expecting out of Paul Craig here. I just imagine Jamel Hill's got to be the favorite even though Paul Craig definitely has the resume on his side. Yeah, and as we were talking about in the pre, pre-show, pre Reese wasn't too confident. I'm feeling pretty confident. This is 
probably the only fight on the main card that, or, or the least confident I am about it, but I still think I, I'm all over it. I think you're all over it too. I think it's going to be around minus 200, but I, I'm going to go above you. I think there's a two in front of there. I'm going to go 220. Um, I think, I think people are going to respect this undefeated Jamal Hill a lot. And you look at Paul Craig's record. He hasn't won without getting a sub in his entire UFC career. Right. I mean, it, the, the tap to strikes but last time. Will the even be there? Like, I don't know. That's what I mean. That's why I no. think there has got to be a two in front of it. Minus 220, Jamal Hill. I'm sorry, minus 280. Bang. Wow. Wins minus oh. 280. Uh, Dan, I was about to say, like, good sport. I was or... about to I was about to go, like, pull hot, like, oh. I just want to get this out there. Good sport by Dan for not prices right. I mean, he went for the 220. You went for your line. He could have did two, 195 or 200 and let me sit in my own shit. I had what I, I had what I had written down. We're not getting cute on the first leg. Not a whole lot of movement in that line. It's come down from minus 300 at open. But I wonder where that'll end up. I mean, Dan, are you playing either side there? No. If you had to pick under your head at the line, though. Uh, Jamal Hill. Really? I don't trust Paul Craig. He isn't fun. Not only is he not one besides getting uh, submissions, like, in his entire career, I don't think he's had a worthy opponent in his past, like, four fights. It's a complete reasonable stance, yeah. Second fight of the main card, we have a welterweight bout, Damian Maya and Bilal Muhammad. DK, go for it. Oh, see, like, there's another one. Like, what? This one is the weirdest one for me, just because you, I have no idea what the world thinks of Damian Maya at this point. <laughs> I think the I think the world of him, so I don't know what the world thinks. Um I kind of have it pretty similar to the last one where, I mean, we know who the better prospect is. We know who the better athlete at this point in their career is. We know Damian Maia's only path to victory. It's a sub. I, I guess I'm going 220 bully Bilal um, for pretty much the same reasons that I just said about whatever Hill Craig. But what do you have it at? 220. For Malal, Bilal. I mean, Muhammad's a guy that I always find myself betting, like almost always. Not against Leon. I'm not a fool. But it's like, all right, he got outclassed by Leon until an eye poke. Before that, he made the Diego Lima fight way closer than it should have been. But like, I'm trying to go back and look at like what the lines were. I'm trying to think. I mean, like 2019, he beat a Curtis Millinder. He's sitting in fucking Bellator right now, still losing. Um, but like Maya, I mean, five years ago there's a completely different line. But you have a, is this a, do you know if this is his retirement fight? It, I mean, it's got to be. I cannot. He's forty three. I cannot no, imagine. I think this might be his retirement fight. I was surprised um, he even got this one booked. I thought his retirement fight was Gilbert Burns in uh, what was that? That was in Rio. That was a yeah. Brazilian card. No, exactly. It was like a event. fast. It was a fast. It ended quickly. Uh I'm going to say at the retirement fight, it's going to still be Bilal as a favorite, obviously, if he's a dog, the world's on him. But I'm going to go lower than Dan. I think that there will be a little – assuming this is Damian Maia's last go, plus the fact that if you look at just resumes, 
a win over Anthony Rocco Martin, a win over supposed best welterweight of all time, Ben Askren. I mean, decision to Usman. I mean, the Burns isn't great, but I'll go uh, Bilal Muhammad minus 180. I'll get it right this time. Minus 225, Bilal Muhammad. DK, all over it. Poha. Give me some room to work, Dan. Jesus. I'm in my bag right now, Reese. I know. I've noticed. I'm fucked. Those are the two hardest ones, and you sniffed both of their buttholes. Now I'm effed. Got another welterweight bout coming up after that. Leon Edwards, Nate Diaz rescheduled from UFC 262. Reese, kick it off. Mm -hmm. So this is one where if I was setting it myself, it's an egregious line. I mean, like, egregious, egregious. I mean, like, Leon Edwards minus 600 egregious. Maybe even higher. The problem is I'm sitting here going, like, there's got to be a Nate Diaz tax and a big one at that. He's been very inactive, very, very inactive. And when he fights, he does he gets high-profile fights. I mean, Conor McGregor twice, one being a win. Jorge Mazadal for a, a made-up belt just for Nate. I think that the line, if I was setting line myself in Vegas, it's Leon minus 600, just to make it easy. I imagine it's going to be like Leon minus 350. And that's how big of a Nate Diaz tax I'm given. Uh, Leon minus 350, Nate plus 280 or whatever the fuck. That hurts me. Um, I'm, I'm like right around there with the, like with the same line of thinking too. This is an active fighter. I mean, I just said that. I caught myself. This is a fighter who's more in their prime than Leon. Although I think they have the same, they're the same active. Like neither of them are active. We don't see, we don't get to see any of them fight. And when we get to well, see Leon, it's he's trying to be active. Right. Exactly. Nate is very much picking and choosing when he wants to compete. Um, but I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, when Kobe and I were at the UFC event, we saw more Nate Diaz shirts in attendance than Connor shirts, than Jorge shirts, than anyone that was fighting, even Tony. Um, I think, I, I think I'm just going to go 300. I'm going to go under you with that same line of thinking. Yeah. Um, but if this, if there's a three in front of it, I'll be, no, I, this one's going to be so hard to play. I know. But like, if there's a three in front of it, I'm playing, but at the same time, it's like, that's because my line is way higher, but like, I'm, I'm expecting it's a Leon or pass because there's going to be a Nate tax. Yeah, 300. That's my number. So this one obviously opened up well before UFC 262 back in March at minus 275, Leon. It's up to minus 550, Leon. Oh, wow. See a Diaz tax. Yeah, there's a, there's a Leon tax. What the fuck? What is going on? That'll I will I would put money down that that comes way down because the Nate money hasn't come in yet. That's all Leon money. It's like all the liberals telling me like, oh, all the mail-in ballots, those are Biden's votes, right? They all they're coming in later. It's the same type of thing. I might I might place a Diaz by sub bet, dude. That would shock the world more than Connor. But a tenth planet black belt. I mean, it's possible. Anything's possible. 
Point Reese. <laughs> Point Reese, 2 1 DK on the day. And he's going to kick things off for the first of two final fight, two title fights on the card. The first is flyweight rematch from December. Davison Figueredo, Brandon Moreno. This one's hard for me to put a number on. I know my the range of where I'm going, but it's hard for me to get to get specific because I don't know exactly what everyone or what what the public thought about that first fight. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was closer than I originally thought. Um, but I do really think that without that point being taken away, Davison obviously wins it. Um, Brandon's tough as hell, but he he was, in my opinion, I thought he was eating more of those than he was dishing out. I think the, the champ's going to be favored here. Um, I don't think it's going to be too high because, like I said, a lot of people – Bram Moreno got a lot of hype and earned a lot of respect, um, at least in, in terms of just overall vibes on Twitter and whatnot, reactions. I'm going to go minus 200 for Figgy. I do think you shot yourself in the foot a little bit. I think 200 is a little low, and I'll tell you why. I am, I was coming in with this line based on what I remember the line being last time. And I remember because I wasn't that high on Moreno. Moreno got cut from the UFC when Dana was trying to shed the lightweight division. And I was surprised at the move at the time, and I was like, well – you know, he's not even good to stay in the UFC roster. Comes back, and I felt like he got projectiled into a title shot, especially with the division being thrown. The line at the time, if I remember correctly, I don't know if we have any fact checks here, but I remember Deverson being, like, in the high 300s for that and not being able to bet it. Capology is showing minus 345. Okay, there you go, 345. So I was not able to bet it. That line has absolutely come down for everything you just said. You know, Moreno's – proven himself he's shown that i mean fighting it to a draw or majority draw it's better with with the only way he got there was a point but like still impressive i just think that like if it truly saw minus 200 i would have to play it you know what i mean i think you're in the same vein but i won't you didn't prices rate me i won't price rate you i I, i'm gonna come in at, at deverson minus 230 We'll take a full dollar off, full buck off. Ding, 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 minus 230. Oh, let's go, po ha, and we're back. Let's go. Oh. So, do y'all remember where you guys set the spread at last time this fight happened? I just found it. Uh, The Deverson one? Yeah. I have no idea. I'm very curious. How about this? At the, at the time of recording, Figueredo was minus 315. Reese hit it minus 315. <laughs> <laughs> Dan was at minus 225. I'm a Deverson capper, dude. I'm a Deverson capper. There's been like two or three. Uh, we've actually hit it a couple times, but as I said, there hasn't been that many hits, but we actually hit it like once a show. 2 2 going into the middleweight title fight for UFC 263. A hot button fighter on the Ink Pick Pod in particular. We have Izzy Adesanya and Marvin Vittori. This is my most confident one, too. Well, Reese, kick things off. Okay. 
So, as everyone knows, if you've listened to a single podcast, I might be one of the biggest Izzy haters around. Danny on the other side, one of the bigger Izzy guys I know. I set this line personally on my own. I have no idea what it is. If I was making the line for where like I would start to not feel comfortable betting either side is Adesanya minus 180. I think if a Tory plus 155 or 160, I, I don't think I can bet that. At 180, I don't think I can bet that. I know that that's not going to be the case. I know that I've even had people be like, oh my God, Izzy's, you know, we've all talked about it. Izzy's as good as John, whatever, whatever they talk about. I'm going to say Adesanya, <laughs> and there's got to be a two in front of it, right? But I'm trying to learn from Dan. Do I say exactly 200? But like, no, it's got to be higher. Minus two. 45. Marvin Vittori is going to have like plus 220 or 215, 225. And I hit that line. I hit that Vittori line and I glop up. Because if Jan Blahovich is plus 225 in a lightweight bout or a light heavyweight bout against Izzy, I'd have to imagine that Marvin Vittori is seeing just as steep of a line at middleweight, right? I mean, I know he's coming off a loss, not Marvin, that is Izzy, but it can't. the perception hasn't changed that much. I think we're going to have another ding-ding. Hit me with the 245. Sorry, Danny, catch you next week. That's an interesting number. I'm, for, for listeners at home, I'm right around it. Um, I, I was telling Kobe yesterday, this is not to ruin the drama of our regularly scheduled episodes, but – I'm going to end up finding myself on Marvin this week for the only reason that the the game plan is out there to beat Izzy. And there's nothing that Jan did that was like unique or special or that Marvin can't do. There's one thing though, Dan, natural size. Oh, for sure. Izzy, Izzy won't be underweight this time. But Matori is a notorious weight bully at this division. He is. He's still going to be, he's still going to be bigger than Izzy. It's going to be less oh, than Jan, sure. but he's going to have a he's size advantage. Yeah, but like you said, it's 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 Izzy. It's a guy that we were talking about just a couple months ago as he could beat John Jones at light heavy. He could be a double champ, triple champ. This guy is he's, his striking so good you can't wrestle him, which just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with two seven five. Wow. And, and I really think that the public is still just in, enthralled with Izzy. And I think that Marvin carries less name value than anyone that Izzy's fought in terms of middleweight title defenses. I think no, that the I public that. doesn't like what? Marvin as much as Yoel, doesn't like him as much as I Pop, agree with that. Like him as much as Robert doesn't. I agree with that. But, but, do you think that the Izzy loss hurt his perception one and the follow-up two is the fact that they fought to a split decision you think that because that's what initially had my line even a little lower is i was like well people know that they fought to a split it's similar to the mindset people know maybe i'm just assuming that the public's dumber than they are No, you could be right 
Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, and I mean, for for guys like us that are watching the sport in week in week out, and that, I mean, we knew the Italian dream when he was like, I mean, right, fighting trash cans, but right. I think that Izzy, and I've said it before on multiple episodes, he's kind of crossed that barrier of like to to become the um like a spot a star outside the sport like a connor like a ronda yeah, like has. a john jones is he's at, at that point he's a household name he's got like i'll have friends coming out of the woodwork texting me like oh we're all betting on izzy yeah like who, who's this italian marvin guy same, same, yeah and, and that's why i think it's going to be closer to three than it is to 250 or i guess i'm right in the middle honestly it's bittersweet because if you hit this dead on the money it's like I would go place Marvin at, at the other end. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I would feel comfortable price costing myself. Marvin with a two in front of it. That's going to be a fun, fun. Give me some takedowns. Marvin with a two in front of it. I did. Out. I agree. Marvin has a two in front of it right now. Okay. So both in the ballpark. Danny's at minus 275. Reese at minus 245. Izzy at minus 260. We have a draw. Oh my God. No way. <laughs> 15 points both ways. <laughs> I was right, going to be ready for the tiebreaker. Oh. For, those, for those who started listening after the Tony episode, and we've had two draws in three weeks, it does not normally happen like this. <laughs> it's actually incredible. <laughs> Straight up remarkable. All right. Prelims main event. We've got a lightweight bout. Drew Dober and Brad Riddell. That's the next. Oh, dude, this is you. You always rig it. You're, this is right in Danny's court. You know I love my boy Drew Dober. This is right in Danny's court, just like last time. This is literally home cooking. Oh my gosh! Could you name two more of Danny fighters? Like Danny has a, two posters in his room, and it's these two fucks. <laughs> don't hate the player hate the game no you did it last time too dude and you know what lpo lost last time city kickboxing, I I, city kickboxing I, versus team elevation i still <laughs> lost this is home cooking dude does danny start at least danny kicks things off reese you can react all right this is a really interesting fight i mean as reese just said i'm a fan of both these guys brad rudell uh, out of city kickboxing, awesome striker, works with Eugene. Uh, Drew Dober is the main training partner, spark partner of Justin Gaethje, works with Whitman all the time. These are going to be there's going to be a high level striking match. The, the line's got to be pretty close to even. Um, I think I, I'm definitely favoring Drew just because I think he's the more complete game set, as I just mentioned with uh, Izzy. These city kickboxing guys, they're unbelievable strikers. There's always the, kind of that game plan of just go wrestle them. That's how Kai Car France gets beaten. How I mean, that's how I think Drew Dober is going to approach this, unless he's just got balls of steel and wants to meet Brad Riddell in the middle. Um, I'm going Dober minus 150. It's a good line. So this line's so tough because I've faded off City Kickboxing. I'm not as high on them as I was, say, ten months ago, and I'm probably as high on Team Elevation and Trevor Whitman as I've ever been. So for that and that alone, I'm leaning Dober a little bit. You know, I mean, Dober, tougher competition. I haven't seen enough out of Riddell yet to really to really set him as a favorite against a guy like Dober. 
here's where the problem comes into play. How high do you put Dover? Because Riddell, obviously, as you said, I don't. He, he doesn't have a number next to his name, does he, Dan? He's not ranked, right? He's just outside. Yeah, I don't think so. I think Dover's at the bottom. I'm, I'm not looking. I know. I think Dover is ranked. I think. Hold on. It'll say on Tapology. One sec. Um. So they have they have Drew Dober as number thirteen worldwide, and they have Brad Riddell sixteen. So. Say there's a couple lightweights and other promotions. Give Brad Riddell top 20. He's like right there. All right, that actually helps. I'm going to go Drew Dover. You did 150. Yep. I'll go 160. That's so high. 150 is dead on the mark, Dan. You fucking fucked me. I'll go 160. Dover favored minus 135. Poha. Oh, ha. I had a chance to. That's going to be an awesome fight. That's going to be a really never, fun fight. I was never going under the 150. That's so bullshit, dude. <laughs> I'm, I want this commission under review. Eight and eight on the year. I want this commission under review. This you is start awesome. being a fan of more exciting fighters, and then there'll be the oh, prelim main event. Fighters, more fi- exciting fighters. Try to be a fan of more more. Fairweather fighters. This guy's a Man City fan, and now he's telling me like City kickboxing and team elevation. Shocker. Yeah, now I'm telling you like City kickboxing. That wasn't the introduction to the first episode. What gym would you be a part? City kickboxing, baby. You did say it, but like, fuck you. Eight and eight on the year. That caps things off for our set the spread. Reese, in particular, very excited to go tape. He was telling me all about it this week. Danny, no different from his camp either. We've got our regularly scheduled programming coming out later in the week. Record Wednesday, out Thursday morning. And until then, DK, close us up. Tragic loss. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.